Good, 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 good. Does my mic sound okay, by the way? Is it quiet? Is it good? Uh, it sounds fine. It sounds fine? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, we're recording. <laughs> I noticed. Good. So I'm not giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first of the filler arc. Uh, between mainline seasons of the Fanatics, I'm one of your hosts, Tim at Wembembo, and I'm Aya at Tech Waifu. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. How are you doing today, Timothy? Well, not bad, not bad. Uh, it is very hot here in the southwest. I'm sure it's hot where you are as well. Uh, it's London, of course. It is. We're full to air pollution. It massively accentuates any heat. Yeah. Also, the massive overpopulous there. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy here. Yeah, sir. Uh, so, I, what are we doing today? Okay, so I've, we've kind of spoke about this a few times within the Fanatics in Season 1, but what we're doing today is watching not my favourite movie, but what would be my favourite movie if we were to pick a favourite movie based purely statistically on how much you've watched it. Sure. Um, so to retell the story a little bit, um, when I was younger, I, I grew up kind of poor. Uh, we didn't have DVD players or you know the internet or anything like that. I had a VHS player and a Nintendo DS, and that's how I entertained myself. Cool. And uh, I would watch whatever VHSs I had over and over again, which wasn't many. But one that I did have was Too Fast, Too Furious. And <laughs> I loved this movie. Um, I would watch it multiple times a day for many, many, many months, maybe even longer than that. Um, it definitely beats out the Fanatic of 52 Watches without question. I have only watched it in recent years when doing a full rewatch of the Fast series. So I tell you like two or three times, maybe. Whenever a new movie comes out, I'll do a full rewatch. But yes, I'm excited for this. The last time I saw this was secondary school. Jesus, it's been a while then. And uh, it was one of those movies I would always be on at the end of the year. You know, when the teacher's like, well, there's nothing to do. Do you want to watch something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of them. And it would be on every fucking week. Really? Uh, that and the fast show. I don't even know what the fast show is. The fast show, I, I didn't like the fast show. It was like a comedy show. It was like a sketch thing. Kind oh, of. okay. Uh, it's it's not my bag at all. And so it was that or this uh, or the or what was the other one? Was uh, the Princess Diaries would be on a lot, but I actually I like love the that Princess movie. Diaries. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so the only thing I know about this is Vin Diesel. Uh, nope. What? That's the Fast and the Furious. Is is Vin Diesel not in Too Fast, Too Furious? Uh, no. What, what the fuck? I swear he... Okay, fine. No. Um, all right, well, I guess I know nothing about this movie then. <laughs> and this, this is the only movie in the Fast series I've seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you sure you're not? Have you have you gone and bought the Fast and the Furious, Tim? No, no, I bought Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay, that's good. Definitely so, looking at Too Fast, Too Furious on my screen. Slight rundown. This is a sequel to the Fast and the Furious. Uh, there are two main characters in the Fast and the Furious, being Brian, um, played by Paul Walker, and Dom, played Walker, by Vin Diesel. Name. Yeah, and Dom, played by Vin Diesel. Um, in the Wait, didn't I say Vin Diesel? Uh, so that's the Fast and the Furious. Right. Uh, the, the, the sequel, Too Fast, Too Furious, takes place after the first movie, wherein Brian, who was a police officer in that movie, uh, went undercover with Dom, kind of went too deep undercover and became one of the family. Um, and basically, he kind of fell in love with this life of crime and street racing and cars and all that. So Too Fast, Too Furious picks up from that, wherein he's quit his job as a police officer. He is now a car driver, 
street racer by profession. And that's all I'm going to say for now. But yeah, so basically that was a quick rundown of the first movie and leads us into the second. Great. Uh, well, just to kind of bring people up to speed on how this filler arc is going to be working. Um, I feel like we should announce this on each of the filler arc episodes. Honestly. We're taking, uh, well, essentially, this is going to be a two-weekly format for in-between main seasons, where we watch a movie of Arya's choosing, then we watch our three runners-up movies uh, in order, which are going to be Million Ways to Die in the West, Movie 43, Dragon Ball Evolution. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to be watching my favorite movie, Parasite. That's the first time you've gotten that right, by the way. What, all three in a row? Uh, the first time you've actually like given us the, the the five order right with first time without me correcting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then we're doing Parasite, which is my favorite movie, uh, and then we are going into weekly installments of Catwoman. So we've got about six weeks of filler content because the filler arc is going to be two weeks apart per episode. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this filler content. It's going to be a little bit different, but we're going to be sticking with our regular format of we talk. We watch the movie off recording and then we talk afterwards. So that's the kind of the uh, format we're taking with this. Exactly. All right. Great. Well, without further ado, should we start? Let's go. This is an hour and 40, by the way. Fuck me. I've just seen that. Oh, <laughs> so we'll see you guys in about an hour and 40 minutes. See you in an hour and 40 minutes, everyone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Our faith in us, actually. Okay. I'm glad someone does. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Fanatics Filler Arc, Episode 1, Too Fast, Too Furious. We just got done with Too Fast, Too Furious. Aya, vibe check, how are you doing? How are you Uh, feeling? Well, this is the arc where we get our driving licenses, and after watching that, I feel like I'm capable of getting my driver's license now. Okay. I learned a lot about driving. I feel like if you're going to get your driving lessons from this movie, you're going to wind up on NASCAR. Yeah, probably. Or Barstow. Yes, yes. Or on par with um, the fucking crash at the end of Cars 1. <laughs> oh my god. Which I think is also based on NASCAR now that I think about it. It probably is. Yeah. Tim, how are you doing? I was saying this to Arya throughout watching this movie. It fills me with a lot of negative nostalgia, this. Do you want, do you want to explain why? Yeah, this is one of these films that would be played at the end of every school year, every fucking week when the teachers didn't want to do any lessons. So, this film... It just brought back a lot of that for me. <laughs> yeah. The point was a little bit distressing. If <laughs> yeah, no, Tim was actively not having a good time. Now, this isn't a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it's a, not. It's a good movie. And it, it's, a very, it's one of the most successful movies in a very successful franchise. But Tim was just not having a good time with it. It just brought back a lot of bad memories. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's not the movie's fault. I'm going to be complete. I'm going to remove my bias wherever I can. But... It just, I don't know, something about this, it was just, it just really rubbed me the wrong way this week. So, to recap, this may be the sequel to The Fast and the Furious, where Brian, played by Paul Walker, was a cop who invaded a family, became too close to the life of crime, and this movie follows on from that. Tim, do you want to give us a rundown of the plot of this movie? Uh, would were I able? There was a point <laughs> halfway through where I said to Arya, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and I had to, like, fill you in. Do you, give it a, do you want to give it a try? Alright, so as far as I can tell, right, there's a street racing crew and Paul Walker, 
who used to be a cop. Like you said in the previous movie, I've not seen the previous movie, so you could have told me anything and it would have been just as believable. Is brought in to do a race, but then he gets arrested for one reason or another. Uh, the, yeah, he's arrested because he's breaking the law, but yeah. Sure. But then he's like, you guys want me to do a job and take down a crime lord. I'm doing it with my friend Roman, who they find in like a destruction derby in like the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Utah. Yep. And they are working secretly with the police to work with the crime lord, but they're also working to try and get away from the police. Yep. That part I don't really understand, if I'm honest, because they work <laughs> with the police again at the end of the movie. Yeah. So, and then they basically just have a lot of street races. They get a crew together to try and get away from the police, but also take down the crime lord. And Eva Mendez is there, and she doesn't really do much. <laughs> <laughs> no. In fact, she's kind of like the catalyst of the problem in the last scene. Yeah. Like, she holds the shotgun at the end, and then when Paul Walker says, are you okay, she says, yes. Yep. And that's about the that's about the extent of her role. Yeah. The only other thing I remember about this movie is the rat. Uh, the rat, yeah, that's a really famous scene. Uh, do you want to detail it? Because not everyone might have seen this movie. Everyone's aware of, like, to some degree, like, the torture method of putting a rat on someone, putting a metal bucket over it and heating the bucket up. I don't know if this movie pioneered that, but it absolutely made it famous. But yeah, that's basically what happens. He, to torture a police officer, into, like, the, the main crime lord guy, to torture the police officer, puts a rat on his stomach, puts uh, a metal bucket over it, and then heats the bucket up to make the rat dig through his stomach, basically, in sure. order to get a window of time wherein the cops wouldn't be watching them. Sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I've got a question for you, though. Okay. We saw a lot of walkie-talkies in this movie. Yeah. And we didn't always see who was on the other end of it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing this. Oh, yeah, who was phone? <laughs> I'm not doing this, Tim. <laughs> he liked who was phone. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny in the fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to just come out of this feeling a little bit tired and a little bit stupider for it. Yeah. So to fill in some of like the plot holes that Tim introduced, um, I'm painfully familiar with this movie they're, they're, they're working actually against two organizations when it comes to the police force there's the local pd and then there's the federal pd right so there's the fbi and the local uh, police force um the local police force are a problem in the operation in that they don't really know what the feds are doing um so they actually cause problems in the whole thing that brian and rome have going on and that's what they're doing so like the big plan they put into action is to escape the local pd but they still want to work with the feds and that's kind of where that plot hole was introduced there uh well where tim found a plot hole where there was none basically but yeah i think it's a great movie i had a really good time with this uh i was quoting the lines as they were happening there's, there's a lot of you really having good a great action. time i was fucking enjoying it dude this is a this is a fantastic movie and a huge part of my childhood I mean, I'm I'm glad that it's got that nostalgia for you. Yeah, a good nostalgia for me. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say then? Was thought it was something about the movie, but I do not remember. Oh yeah, let's play Trapdoor. Let's let's, oh, see, the, let's see the theme song for Trapdoor. Uh, All right, I get to remove one character uh, from uh, 
the rat scene because it's the only one that comes to mind. Uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and remove the rat. How do I know you are going to remove the rat? <laughs> when it's in the bucket, but nobody knows the rat has been removed except for the guy who's being tortured, of course. Because like, the, main, the main bad guy is like, it's not when the rat is screaming that you should be scared. It's when the rat goes silent that he gets to work. So he just thinks the rat is getting to work. And the police officer guy is like, haha, I'm feeling no pain. This means the rat's gone. Lol, 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 lol. And yeah, so that, that would be really funny for them to like remove the... down. Yeah, like they, they like eventually remove the bucket. This guy's got a massive burn mark on his stomach from the bucket, but no rat is there. And he's like, abracadabra. And like, yeah, it would just be really funny. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Tim, I'm going to present you as a trapdoor scene now. Because, oh, wow. The yeah. I mean, why not, right? Because I remember much more of this movie than you do. Yes. The scene I'm going to present to you is the very first race in the movie. Okay. Um, and I'm going to describe the first race and then give you the part of the race. But basically, you know, they've got a street race going on. Paul Walker's Brian comes into the very first street race and he's in second place for most of it. But then a big plot twist happens. The bridge goes up and they've got to like jump over this bridge to make it to the finish line. And Paul Walker hits the double nos and goes flying over the first place guy and he ends up winning the race. Is double nos a finish? Or is it just some shit they've made for this? It feels like some shit they made for this movie. I know street racers having NOS in their car is a thing, and having two NOS buttons, like to separately reduce two sets of NOS, is a thing. I feel like if they were to hit a double NOS, either it would have the same effect as one NOS, or the car would blow up. Right. <laughs> there is no in between. <laughs> That's what I feel like. One of those two things would happen. And uh, well, he hits the double nuts, so he gets twice the speed from it, flies over the first place, guy wins the race. Tim, it's the bridge scene that I want you to place a trap door under one of the people in this scene. There are four racers, lots of other people. You get a trap door go. I am going to remove the people who are operating the bridge. Okay. But specifically while the bridge is raising up. So it doesn't stop raising. It doesn't stop going up and they just headlong into a wall. <laughs> into a fucking vertical wall. There you that, go. That would be very... That would be the end of the movie. It would be the end of the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Like, literally, the fast series would end there. Uh, we'd probably still get Tokyo Drift, but we wouldn't get a fast four, at least not the way it is. I mean, I would say you're preaching to the choir, but as I mentioned in the preamble... This is the only Fast and the Furious movie I've seen. Tim, we need to do a rewatch. We need to do a watch of the full Fast series together sometime. I don't it would just be so. Fucking do the watch. <laughs> I don't care about the Fast and the Furious. It's such a good series, I dude. I do not care for it at we're, all. We're watching the Fast series together at some point. Oh my god, fucking shoot me. <laughs> we're doing it. I've decided. Right. You're not getting out of this now. I did not know Tim has never seen the Fast series before doing this episode. I never knew that. No, I've, I've never seen anything other than Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. So I don't know what the consequence of any of the actions of the movie are. I don't know what the prior setup of the movie is. Yeah. How many are they on now? Ten? Uh, ten, yeah. Well, eleven if you include Hobbs and Shaw. Sorry, Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. The fuck is Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is a Fast and the Furious spin-off, spin-off movie. And uh, I think Fast Five, they introduced some new characters to the series. Um, Hobbs, who is played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is a federal officer and also very aware of the street racing thing. He's like basically after Dom and Brian the whole time. 
And Shaw is a crime lord from England who is basically like very technically aware and makes his own kind of cars and stuff. And Hobbs and Shaw is the spin-off movie uh, wherein these two people team up and work together to take down some other crime lord person and in the very fast and furious style but it doesn't have the typical fast and furious characters it's these two sub characters creating their own spin-off movie all right good well i'll be sure to keep that in mind when i inevitably don't watch this (laughs) series you're watching this series with me tim and we're gonna i've never seen hobbs and shaw actually i'm just very aware of it i haven't seen that joke which is like fast and the furious 10 and better be called fast 10 your seat belt (laughs) yeah yeah that's the only thing i know about fast 10 (laughs) <laughs> honestly because yeah they stopped calling it like the fast and the furious it was the fast and the furious four then it was um the fast five and then it was then they just called it fast six fast seven like uh and yeah so like it's just the fast series now the guys in marketing are paid by the letter yeah honestly and yeah. they're getting paid very little now but yeah honestly i i really think we should watch it together um tim Hello. There is a scene in this movie. Oh god, we're doing scene tweet. Okay. <laughs> I haven't thought of what scene it's going to be, so I'm trying to run it off my head really quick. Literally the only scenes I can remember from this movie are the opening street race, the rat, and Paul Walker jumping to a boat. <laughs> There's a scene in this movie where uh, the crime lord's escaping on a boat down the river. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Brian and Paul, uh, Brian and Paul are the same person, Brian and Rome. Uh, Rome, by the way, is played by. Um... Oh, I've forgotten his name. Holy shit. I-, I knew his name when we were watching the movie, Tim. You did. You called it out because I was like, I recognize his face, but I don't remember what his name is. Yeah. How have I forgotten the name? I don't know. He's the rapper. I've forgotten the rapper's name. You want me to look it up very quickly? No, we're not even going to bother. Fuck it. It's out of my head. We're doing this movie once. Sure. They're chasing down the boat, and in order to get onto the boat, they hit a giant ramp, like just like the bridge scene in the first, in the start of the movie, and they fly into a car, fly a car into a boat. Tim, you have one scene, one tweet to describe this scene. How do you do it? Easy, uh, and you know where I'm going with. I it. know exactly what you're going to say. Car, boat, boat, car, <laughs> boat, boat, car, car. That's the scene tweet. Yeah, okay, awesome. That's the scene tweet. I like that. Yeah, because Rem goes, boat, car, boat. Brian, I don't think you're going to do what I think you're going to do. And then he does it. And then that's it. I really like the idea of him just like, as they're jumping to the boat, him still putting his hands (laughs) together being like, boat. Boat? Car? Car boat? Car boat? Yeah. (laughs) Just can't work it out even like as the credits are rolling. Oh, God. Tim, watch your overall, like, watch your overall, like, if you take out the nostalgia, like, you watch your opinion of this movie, is it a good movie? Do you know what it is? It's fine. Yeah? It's not great. I think it's great. It's not bad. I know you think it's great. You've watched it a billion times. (laughs) I think it's fucking incredible, dude. I, um, if I had to give it a rating, it'd be like a 6 out of 10. Okay. So it's, it's very fine. Yeah. That's about it. Right, right. How you are? If you had to give it a rating, and don't you dare say ten. Eleven out of ten, dude. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Eleven out of ten, dude. Straight <laughs> up, one of the best things I've ever seen. Fucking incredible. Non-stop action from start to finish. You have cars. You have girls. You have guns. You have drug lords. You have corrupt cops. What more could you want from your action crime movie? Paul Walker is fucking hot, and I love that. It's just amazing. It's an incredible movie. And eleven out of ten. Go watch it right now. I'm going to Letterboxd right now, and I'm putting my review on there. Oh, I should do that as well. 
I'm I'm not gonna write a review. I'm just gonna put a little star rating. I'm gonna write a review. Okay, are you gonna do that on recording? Yeah, fuck it. Um, too fast, too oh, furious. Actually, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. I am gonna write a review. Okay, go for it. Uh, review or log. Both. Oh my god, this movie's got an uh, average average score of two point eight out of five. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's my review. I, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna read out a four and a half star review just really Are quick. Are you looking at the number one Gizmo fan? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gayest film of all time. Yeah, there's like things here saying it's canon that Brian and Roman are a couple, right? <laughs> it's not, but it should be. I would love that. He even gets mad every time she looks at a girl. It's true. By the way, number one Gizmo fan, that's not the gayest film of all time. Uh, Top Gun is, and I wrote in a whole essay about that at uni. Really? I did. I'll send it to you. It's actually one of my favourite pieces I wrote. Too Fast, Too Furious. I watched it on the 13th of August, so that's going to be one of the greatest movies of all time. It has cars, guns, women, fast action, drugs, crime lords. Are there drugs? I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a drug uh, ship, shipping merchant. Like, it's cocaine that he does, so yeah. Uh, sure. Corrupt cops, cigar cutters, intrigue, murder, mystery, and everything else you could possibly want. Possibly want from... Your 2003 action movie. The CGI is impeccable. No, it's not. And it's has aged, crazy frog. aged incredibly. I loved watching this movie for the first time in 10 years. I would rate it 6 out of 5 if I could. Tyrese Gibson, by the way, so you would think Oh, yeah. Tyrese Gibson and... Paul Walker give the best performances of their lives, and Eva Mendez is there too. <laughs> Eva <laughs> Mendez is there too. I couldn't recommend watching this movie enough. Just listen to the Fanatics podcast at the Fanatic Pod. Watch him. I'm learning that out of this entire filler arc. Yep. You're going to be having a way better time than I am. <laughs> I'm only having a fucking great time, dude. So we've done this. We've got A Million Ways to Die in the West, which I hate. I loved it. You loved it. Mm-hmm. We've got Movie 43, which I have a feeling that, that I'm going to be reminded of why I hated it. And you're going to, for some reason, wind up liking it. I feel like that's going to be the case. You're probably not going to like Dragon Ball Evolution. I had a good time with Dragon Ball Evolution the one and only time I watched it, and I will I will emphasize I had a good time with it. That's it. And then Parasite, which is a genuinely incredible film, so you're having a great time. Yeah. Whereas I've got the exact same movies, but almost the polar opposite experience. Honestly, yeah. Yes. Right. Should we wrap it up there? Should we get plugs out of the way? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. You can go first, Tim. All right. Well, you can find me at Wembembo on everything. Uh, that's about it. Also, my other podcast, Video Game Club, where I is actually going to be a guest. Uh, it won't be out soon, like for another month, I don't think. Um, the guest spot, but I is going to be a guest on there. Yeah, I, we record that this weekend, actually. We do. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be there. I'm moving house. 
Yeah. So, that, that's why I'm being a guest. Exactly. Right, Aya, what do you want to plug? Uh, at TechWaifu on Twitter, at TechWaifu on the gram, at TechWaifu in your heart, because I love you, man. You can also find me on Twitch at IAPK. You can find me at TechWaifu pretty much anywhere else that I'm there. On Letterboxd at IAPK now, apparently. You know, it's a thing that I'm doing, apparently. Um... You can also listen to my other podcast, the Skilling and Chilling podcast, where me and two of my best friends get together once every two weeks. We skill, we chill, we play some old school RuneScape, we get through our grind while helping you get through yours. If you don't like RuneScape, still check it out. Some of the conversation is RuneScape based, but usually it's just three nerds chatting shit and having a good time. I've had an idea. Okay. While we're watching Catwoman, the first watch, yeah, we write our letterbox review and it's an honest review of our thoughts. Okay. Every week we update it. Oh shit! Okay. Every, every the review to, to to track it, but we don't delete anything. We just put edit, edit, edit. <laughs> oh my god! Edit week one. Edit week two. Yeah. You know what? I'm down for that. I'm absolutely down for that. I, I wonder if there's a character limit on letterbox reviews. We might need to put. We might need to do it in comments. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I'm gonna end this episode off by reading out a five star review of Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Tim. Great. Yeah, absolutely. So, sort by highest first. Let's see what we get. So, oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> wait, you, what did you rate it, Tim? Uh, three stars. Okay, I gave it a five. Sure. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to read John Griffin's five-star review from 21st of July, 2022, because I agree with this. Um, so, John Griffin, thank you for your five-star review. Such a great comfort movie. Awesome racing scenes, a great romance between Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker, and such a fun movie. But it's the racing scenes that are everything. Okay. That's how I feel about this movie. It's just a fucking great comfort movie. I'm looking at a guy called The Twizard, whose just review says Peak. Peak, yeah, I saw that one. All right, well, thank you all so much for listening to the Fanatics podcast. This was Filler Arc episode one, where we're getting our driving licenses. We will see you next week for what movie is it, Tim? Uh, we're doing Million Ways to Die in the West next week. Oh, next week, two weeks. We're going to watch A Million Ways to Die in the West while we find the nearest cactus plant, don't water it, but instead shower it with affection and rock music. Okay, that sounds like a very fun objective, actually. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week for that, I guess. All right, see you in two weeks, everyone. <laughs> bye, friends. Doodles, bye. Bye.